This psalm is a brief encomium on unity and brotherly love, which, if we did not see the miseries of discord among men, we should think needless. But we cannot say too much. It were well if we could say enough to persuade people to live together in peace. Some conjecture that David penned this psalm among occasion of the union between the tribes when they all met unanimously to make him king. It is a song of general use to all societies, smaller and larger, civil and sacred. And that is from the great Matthew Henry on his commentary of Psalm 133. Welcome to the Lunch Break Hymn Sing, a podcast dedicated to the rediscovery of hymns, both ancient and modern, as well as the authors who penned them. I'm your host, Frank Aiken. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast, and don't forget to leave that five-star review and a comment. Join in on the conversation in the break room and come socialize with us on Instagram at the Lunch Break Hymn Sing. You can support us financially through buymeacoffee.com. All of those links are in the show notes. Now, let's grab our lunch boxes and our hymnals and dig in to today's episode. my son got married a few weeks back, and it was a really beautiful ceremony, and I had the privilege of being his best man. The morning of the wedding, we gathered together in one of the rooms. It was my son and all of his friends, and my heart was filled with joy to see the love that those young men had for one another. I think back to my own wedding some 20-plus years ago, and I'm reminded of all of the good friends that stood next to me on that day. My brother, who is my best friend, We FaceTime each other almost every single night, now even though we're many miles apart. My good friend Nathan, who's a regular contributor to this podcast, and many others that I still keep up with today. Though we may not always agree on secondary issues, we love the Lord and are often encouraging to one another. Well, today we are going to be looking at Psalm 133. And the theme of this psalm is brotherly unity. This is a psalm of David. Now, we're nearing the end of our journey with these pilgrims. We've almost reached Jerusalem, where they will be united with their kin in celebration of the Passover or one of the other feasts. And so it would be fitting that they sing this psalm. Behold, how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell in unity. It is like the precious oil on the head running down on the beard, on the beard of Aaron, running down on the collar of his robes. It is like the dew of Hermon, which falls on the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord has commanded the blessing, life forevermore. In verse 1, we see laid out before us the happiness of brotherly love. Now, I imagine that David probably wrote this as instruction to his own sons to instruct them how to live peaceably with one another. Now, if you know your history, you'll know that that was far from what happened. No doubt, David must have also thought through the tribes reuniting 
as he would plan a permanent dwelling for the Lord where the ark would reside. John chapter 17, verses 20 through 23 says this, and this is the Lord Jesus Christ talking. I do not ask for these only, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given to them, that they may be one even as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may become perfectly one, so that the world may know that you sent me and loved them even as you loved me. The two verses that follow give illustration to this unity with one another. The first is the illustration of the oil running off the head of Aaron, running down his beard and onto his robe. This was a ritual performed on the high priest, Aaron being the first, which would consecrate them as holy. Once this act was performed, they were able to perform the ministry they were set apart to perform. Our unity with one another can be seen in the same way. Our brotherly Christian unity should set the world on fire as those around us witness this wonderful thing as we are set apart to spread His Word. The second illustration refers to the dew on Mount Hermon. This dew that fell there helped cool the land and allow for the vegetation to grow. And so our faith grows as well as iron sharpens iron. David would remember his friend Nathan and how he called him out on his sin and how good it was to have a friend like that. And the final part of this verse gives us our application. The Lord commands this blessing, and we are to live forevermore. Oh, how good it is when the family of God dwells together in spirit, in faith, and unity.
We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Lunch Break Hymn Sing. We look forward to seeing you next time. Until then, enjoy your lunch break.